Hello. We're back. Finally. In the game. Yep. Uh, big long pod. Long pod this week, actually. Long pod. Filled of <laughs> empty silence and waffle. Yep. And... I don't know, occasionally we said something interesting, I think. That's quite, I quite the claim. To find out. Uh, this week we discuss Clarkson's Farm. Big Fish. Hostel. Cabin. Cabin? Knock at the cabin. The Last of Us. Did you ever watch Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. I thought it was such a letdown. It was, yeah, it was, I, it was a ride. I do sometimes imagine people betting on my life like the people were betting on what monster it was going to be that year, though. What do you think they bet on with regards to your life? I don't know, but they're losing quite a lot, I imagine. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, Puss in boots. <laughs> uh, Marcel just shell with shoes on. Not Cecil like Jack's trying to be telling me a week. Uh... Ant-Man, Brackets, and the Wasp, Quantumania. Which has Ant-Man in the title, which... Yeah, look at the word Quantumania <laughs> and cut out some letters and you will find a sweet surprise. I want, Ant-Man, Ant-Man is I the surprise. I questioned that title for a while. So long, I've never seen Ant-Man in the word Quantumania <laughs> until now, it's... Really blown my mind. So what, you cut out the first two letters, the middle letter, and the last two letters, yeah. and you've got it's, Ant-Man. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I feel like they kind of let themselves down with the advertising for that. Yeah, they should have shown that on yeah. before you had to watch it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Drink of the week was a Beaver Town Supermoon. We already covered that. No, we cover it like in, but we like. You'll you'll find out in about a minute what the drink of the week is. Don't listen to him. But we put in the intro. That's people want to listen. They want to hear. What did you think of it? Um, it was it's nice to be fair. Well, there you go. That's what you listen for. Yeah, Uh, I feel like I say that a lot. Whenever Jack says something completely on the fence, I wasn't on the fence. I said it was nice. (laughs) What do you want from me? I'm not a beer reviewer. I'm a read a dictionary once film and TV reviewer. Thesaurus, I don't know. Whichever. (laughs) Listen to this man. If you can't tell, he's battered. By the way, I'm just high on life. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, Enjoy. Max has got us these 6% fuckers. Hazy IPA. So we're on, well, uh, I'm on six pints tonight. I think I'm on five. Um, we had a very nice so, time at the clothes shop on two pound pints. Yeah, we did. Um, but for for reference, if we're shit this episode, um, <laughs> that's the reason. And here we are on, on our six six percenters. These are Beaver Town... Super Moons, Hazy IPAs. 
Supermoon's a cool name. It's a good name. It's whether it's a good beer. Go on, you go first. Just like that. It's a nice beer, that. Shock. As if Beavertown wouldn't release a nice beer. Fair point. Tottenham's, you know, official brewery partner or whatever. Email in if you hate Tottenham. Please. Uh, We've only got limited inbox space. Yeah. That may prove an issue. Email us at ILTW, ILTWYDB at gmail.com or tweet us at ILTWYDB. Get involved however you like. Uh, Max, you watched anything this week? Okay, so I, I have. Um, oh, thank goodness for that. In terms of just, you know, films that weren't in cinema, I've only watched one. Mm-hmm. I watched Big Fish. Big Fish. Yeah, so it's a director of oh my god, stuff like The Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton directs. And because I'm on like a Ewan McGregor sort of love boat at the moment. As you do. As you do. He's a, he's a great man. Based on what? Uh, Kenobi and... No, Pinocchio. And he oh, was he in Pinocchio? He was okay. the voice of Sebastian Cricket. And so was, Sebastian Cricket. That's what he's called in... He's not Jiminy Cricket. No, he's Sebastian Cricket in Guillermo de Toro's version. Don't know how I feel about that. And I watched him in something else. In the last two weeks. But you'd, you'd have to go back to other pods for me to remember. Mm, anyway, you. Big Fish. Okay, so um, it's about a, a boy who whose dad always tells him these really big tales about his life or whatever. Mm-hmm. As he grows up, he realises his dad actually didn't live for any of these stories. Right. And so they grow apart and then his dad ends up on his deathbed. And so he goes to reconcile with his dad a bit. And his dad sticks by all these stories and keeps on telling his wife and um, basically his wife and his mum and himself just the same stories again, basically. Right. It's all about, oh, how he met like a 15-foot giant and these ridiculous singing Siamese twins, basically, and a witch. Um, and how he managed to charm his wife. And they're, they're all these really far-fetched stories, basically. Mm-hmm. And his son doesn't believe him because they, in the real world, like, there's no way they're real. But, sorry, he meets the Siamese twins. He parachutes into Korea, I think it is, on his, on his own to try and um, infiltrate them to make his secret way back to his wife or whatever. Because he'd okay. gone... And then, because he'd gone missing in action, he was meant to be dead. So as far as everyone knew, like his wife knew, uh, sorry, as far as the army knew, he was dead. Okay. Slave so been and told his wife he was dead, but then he showed up alive one day. Anyway, he he lives this really far-fetched life, does all these incredible things, goes on the, all on these ridiculous paths, meets these really weird people, Rob Spanks, whatever. Um... And it's ba- it, and at the end of the day, it's not a sport. It's just, I don't know it's really not. It's just about how his dad was trying to engage him with how he had lived his own life. He wasn't lying, but he wasn't telling the truth at the same time. It was just really nice. I don't, I don't know really what to say. 
it's a good film. I'd give it three and a half stars. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. It's not particularly Tim Burton is at it all. Animated? No, no, no. So it's okay. It's when, when's it from? Uh, I don't know. Two thousand three, two thousand. I think. Okay. But I remember my dad told me back about it back in the day, and I remembered one strange scene from it when they're just in his shed, mm. and that turns out it's such a ridiculously minor part of the film I'm annoyed that was the only bit I remembered <laughs> from it when I watched it before yeah. but no it, it's a really nice little film and I don't know I think it's worth a watch I, I genuinely think it's worth a watch okay but not Tim Burton at all really like mm. from if you imagine what Tim Burton yeah would produce it, it's not him at all um Danny DeVito's in it there you go which is a surprise he's Reason enough to watch He's funny in it. He's a circus. What do you call the guy in charge of a circus? Um, ringleader. He's the ringleader of a circus. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. In my head, ringleader is more associated with like I don't know, bad things. Yeah, you know. Anyway, yeah. Okay, stars. Three, three and a half, definitely. Good stuff. I think I think it's worth watching, and. It, it is really sweet at times. Really sweet. Mm. When he's like, so he sees a girl at the circus mm. and because it's all a bit far-fetched or whatever, so he sees her and he's like, oh, that's a girl I'm going to marry. And he says, when you meet the girl you're going to marry, time stops. And he starts walking towards the girl and all time has stopped around him. Mm. Then just as he's about to speak to her, he says, and no one tells you once time restarts, it goes really quickly. So before he knows it, the girl's gone. And the only way he has to get to the girl is through the ringleader, Danny DeVito. Nice. So he works for years at the circus, being paid only through information about the girl he wants to marry. And it's all stuff like that. It's it's far-fetched, but in the end, it turns out not to be that far from the truth. It's, okay. It's interesting. Anyway, what have you watched? I watched season two of Clarkson's Farm. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all, to be fair. Yeah. It was a good, uh, good car journey watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's it compared to season one? Probably not quite as good, okay. but nevertheless very good. Um, he does quite a good job of basically just slagging off the local council for just having ridiculous rules. Yeah, I've heard about that to be fair. Um, and also does a very good job of... I don't know, I guess drawing up sympathy for like farmers at the moment, especially mm-hmm. what with Brexit and, you know, cost of living crisis or cosy lives, enough. as we're calling it. Um, uh, yeah, and, uh, <clears throat> Keep that and, pod, and shows why um, things are so shit for them at the moment, basically. Because Carson can get away with it because. Assuming he he's initially a millionaire before he started, and also yeah. um, I would guess he's getting a lot of money from Amazon Prime for doing the show because it's such a big hit. Um, but it also seems like he comes up with some very good ideas, which it certainly seems like in the show a lot of kind of farmers at the moment are looking at and being like, "Yeah, that's a really good idea." Mm-hmm. Um, but it it kind of main, maintains the. I don't know, upbeatness of the first series. Like, even though 
things are shit. Also, what, like shitter than the first series when he was still trying to figure it out. Yeah, like there's a lot of kind of oh for fuck's sake, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. Oh, we're losing money, whatever. But ultimately, it's a pretty positive conclusion. Um, okay. And yeah, and it also well. Uh, because the first season he has no idea what he's doing, or yeah. it certainly seems like he doesn't. And second season he's got a better idea of what's going on. But even then, like you know, he's, he he fucks up from time to time. Um, but still very good and very worth the watch. And if you like season one, you like season two. Yeah, you have to like Clarkson. Some people just don't do that. Even then, though, I mean, I liked Clarkson from Top Gear, and then I stopped liking him. And I've seen a lot of people tweet about how they don't like Clarkson, but in Clarkson's farm, if you kind of let go of that, he comes across very well. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Definitely worth the watch. How about? Hmm? How about it? How about it? Hey. Watched anything else? I I hate to say I've been a bit busy at the cinema, but we, we know where that comes, and it's not before movie news. So all I can say is, the Last of Us, which I haven't watched the most recent episode for. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get to The Last of Us. Um, I watched yeah. Hostel. <gasps> Seriously? You... What? <sighs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, which has been on the list because... I don't really know why it would be on your list. Well, whenever you research... So me and Amy, who used to be our housemate, um, decided we'd go on a kind of odyssey of... Just really disturbing, tormenting films. Like we we try our best to fuck ourselves up with films, um, which is where Cannibal Holocaust came in. And boy, so did Ho- it work! Hostel was on the list, and it was recently added to Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched that. It's so the basic story is this this group of American, I don't know college. I don't know how the American system works. I guess they're they're high school graduates, probably. Um, okay. They're in Amsterdam, and this guy talks about this hot this one hostel in Slovenia or Slovakia. I can't remember. Um, where <laughs> there's all these hot naked girls, and they all want to shag you all the time. Sorry, where is this? <laughs> um, and so obviously they go. The first sort of 20, 30 minutes is basically these just stereotypical college frat boys talking about pussy and they just want to bang hot chicks. Um, And the dialogue is... I can't really tell if the dialogue is just shit or it's purposefully trying to maintain Uh that stereotype. But... um, yeah, beyond that. So they so they go to the hostel and things take a dark turn, and it gets fairly gory. And I, it does it does get like, would I say very gory? Probably very gory. Um, but is it good? But not to the point of kind of, you know, ugh, I can't watch this anymore. Mm. Um, it's it is good. It's it is it's a cool story. Like it's good fun. Um, it didn't disturb me out of my mind, which is weirdly kind of what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, and supposedly, the director's cut has an alternate ending, 
which is always a bit annoying, to be honest. Um, I've got but I think the ending on Prime is is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty good story. I I have my issues with it without spoiling it, but if you want kind of a fun, gory flick, then Hostel is a very good shout. What would you rate it? Uh, probably two and a half. Oof. But the, um, I don't know. I was expecting more gore. It it was it was very different to what I was expecting because the first half and the second half are completely different things, basically. Yeah. Um, it's produced by Tarantino as well, which was interesting because. Oh. And supposedly he contributed towards the dialogue, which is what makes me think that initially the dialogue is meant to be the way it is. It's not just bad writing, you know, because it you could compare it, I guess, in a lot of ways to um uh what's the Tarantino film that everyone always says is shit Jackie like, Brown hmm what Jackie Brown no 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 Death Proof. um Death Proof which isn't shit by the way it's better than Jackie Brown but that's another tale hmm. uh it's yeah it's quite similar to Death Proof actually really in a lot of ways I'd say yeah oh okay I think uh, yeah dialogue wise that, that's a very interesting and take. Potentially story-wise, yeah, that's yeah. the sort of take we should be aiming for on this pod. Well, you know, here we are. We did it. Uh, yeah, hostile, decent watch, but not great. Not great, but mm. yeah. Well, because there was all this. Oh, it's going to put you off going traveling forever. I don't. I don't really think it does that. I don't know. I hope not, mate. Necessarily. There, but there, there's some good shit in there. There is some good shit in there, <laughs> for sure. Any more? Uh, no. Oh. So, The Last of Us, then? The Last of Us. Oh, so, last time we talked about it was the end of episode, episode three? Yeah. So, I've only watched episode yeah. four, which was the most... Well, just because of the ending, the most straight-up zombie game yeah. video game episode. Yeah. Which was... Episode full-on. four fucking banged. I can't It was lie. incredible. The ending as well. Oof. Oh yeah, no. The ending was perfect. It was hot. It was just hot, yeah. wasn't it? Just I don't. Well, mm, don't know if hot's the word. Um. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! No, sorry. He's oh, just realised um, what he described as hot. I was talking about just the the zombies. I was not. Yeah, I was talking yeah. about post, no, the last five minutes. Was, oh my god! Isn't really hot. That um, was. It was really sad. The yeah, fact but, he left but, but, the message was... Spoilers. Re- but fucking good. Really good. The message really... That's It's the kind of shit you want from this kind of show as well. Just dark, brutally sad shit. But it was, I feel, about time we got a proper lot of zombies. Or, you know, yeah. the zombie equivalents. Because at the end of the day, it is a zombie show... They need to be shown to be doing what they do. I think, and I said this to Amy, we need to sidestep the idea that this is a zombie show at this point. Because yes. it's not. It's not at all. It's. I agree. It's not. But, it's not The Walking Dead. It's not Resident Evil. It's. Because The Walking Dead, whilst. Zombies were. 
zombies were more heavily involved in The Walking Dead than they are in this. The Walking Dead did try to focus on the human aspect of it. This is even more so. Because, and I think they probably realise this, zombies do get fucking boring after a while. Yeah. You can't always have the problem being... Yeah, sure. But the problem can't always be zombies. And so far, I mean, I'm an episode ahead of you. That's certainly not the case, which is definitely a good thing. What happens in the next episode? Well, you're fine. Oh, they find his brother, don't they? I'm pretty sure. Fucking spoilers, mate. Jesus, you've not even seen it and you're spoiling it. No, but I remember that from the next time. How do we feel about next time being included in the show? So I try not to watch them. Because especially with a week by week series, it's mm. shit, isn't it? I I really don't like it. Um, so so the end of this episode, certainly on Sky, there wasn't a next time. Oh really? Which, okay. as you'll see, well, so the ending was was it was a cliffhanger ending, but everyone knows it's not really a cliffhanger because it's not the end. <laughs> Yeah, simple as that. Which yeah. you can probably assume what that means. Okay, um, but it continues to be great. It, but yeah, good, good app for sure. I I just have a feeling that the finale of this season is going to be so good. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm buzzing for Are it. We four episodes away. Yeah, episode five. So oh, five. time of recording is a Wednesday. So in the UK we'll have six on Monday and then Is it ten episodes? A month from there. Nine, I believe. Oh it is nine, okay. And then we're on to succession season four. Come on. So, yeah. Yeah. Succession series four. If you're not excited, get excited. <laughs> I think you'll have to hold my excitement. Mm. Clearly. Um a little bit of movie news? Yes. Before I've, so I've got a couple of things. First of all, Go on. so the oh okay, I'm start off on such a bad note. Oh, he's not happy. Toy Story Five is happening. Yeah. As With, well as what have we got? Zootopia Two. Zootopia Two. There and, may be a romance between the fox and the rabbit in that one. Yeah, and there was oh, what else did they announced? Can't remember off the top of my head. There was a couple more Those things. Those are the two main ones. I just think Toy Story 5. Toy Story 4 wasn't necessarily, but it did give a good send-off. No, I... To, to, I, to Buzz and Woody, it did. To, it, it, in hindsight, I hated... I hate Toy Story 4. I hate that it, it exists. I don't think it needs to exist. I thought Toy Story 3 was the perfect send-off without overdoing the kind of... I don't know the the reusing nature of toys. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it finishes with it, it. It finishes with the setup of the idea that the toys are then going to be reused, and then season four. Season four. Fucking hell! What am I talking about? Episode Toy Story four. Toy Story four. Episode four. Film four. Um, <laughs> like pushes that. Okay, fair enough. To do a fifth is just. The fifth will be. There's no way that Buzz and Woody are together in it. No, this is what I mean. Sure. You just. It's the same as Utopia. Pump out good film, great. Do another good film. Don't do a sequel. 
Yeah. This obsession with sequels at the moment is but no. just unbearable. Zootopia slash Utopia, depending on where you come from. Yeah, what are we on? We're Zootopia, aren't we? I are think we so, Zootopia? Yeah. yeah, I think we're Zootopia. We are. US is Zootropolis. Mm. Um, it's not the same as Toy Story. Toy Story has this massive legacy and I know cultural impact on a lot of people. Like, it's over 20 years ago the first one came out. Yeah. And Toy was, Story Was it 5, the first fully animated film? It was after Bugs Life, it, I think. Oh, it was, I believe. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not certain on that. But it, it was so early along the line, the first mm, one. Yeah, for sure. And even, as you say, up to Toy Story 3 was still really great and taught lessons, a lot of lessons and felt like it mattered. Yeah. Toy Story 2 was the best, in my opinion. Hmm... I mean, and this is a problem they have, I think, is that I I remember watching Toy Story 3 in cinema when I was about mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. Toy Story 5 will come out when I'm, what, 23. I don't want to miss out on what it's, happens in Toy Story 5, but I equally don't I'll want to... I'll see it, but uh, like if, if I was paying for a cinema ticket, I wouldn't go and see it. No. Also, the audience that watched the original, well, two, three, are grown-ups now. Surely you're better off building a new, well, franchise if you want. Yeah. Like, obviously they'll make money from it, but you'd make just as much money off a new thing, if not potentially more. You know, I, I, I don't like it. It's really annoying. It, it just re- respect the reputation that you've built from it, mm. and then move on. You know, and that that is a problem with sequels at the moment. It's yeah, so, some sequels do work, but going on to the fifth Toy Story movie, yeah, because it was never it was never made for this. No, it was never made no. for a fifth. You know, exactly. Um, yeah, I've all Zootopia. Oh. Uh, to be fair, I don't really. I've watched Zootopia. I don't remember much from it, if I'm honest. I've, I, I mean, make a Zootopia two it's before decent. you make a Toy Story five. I mean, Christ. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. Even, even like something like Incredibles. I mean, like I, I liked, I liked the second one a lot. Mm-hmm. Not quite as good as the first, but I liked it. But the first one came out in what something like two thousand three or yeah. whatever, and second one was twenty. Is it that hard to get a new idea? Literally. It's, even if you're, you're sort of keeping the same concepts, you don't have to use the same characters. No. Someone like Woody, who has been used for 20 plus years yeah. now, you could, do, you could do Toy Story without doing the same characters. Like, you could keep the same idea. Same personality. Yeah. And the same with Incredibles or something, you know. It, you don't have to rinse the same storyline and extend the same storyline beyond what it's meant to last. It just spoils it. Yeah, it does. It does. It, does. it sours it. It really does. Mm. Um, okay, moving on. Mm. Moving on. Happy to move on? Yes. An Oscar nominee's luncheon, which I think is a weird word. Oh, are these the goodie bags that they get? No, tell me oh. about the goodie bags. Oh, I can't remember if we mentioned it before. Um, no, you definitely, you definitely didn't. So attendees of the Oscars get 
goodie bags provided by sponsors of the Oscars. And they get the most ridiculous shit ever. Like, they get... So, if you're like a... I don't know if it's if you're a nominee or just if you have a seat at the Oscars, but you get like... As standard, you get like a free uh, trip for a week to a castle in Scotland. You'll get like a free thousand pound goodie bag for whatever the sponsor may be. You get um, just loads of incredible free shit worth like 20 grand we just for get, being there. We need to get into it. We do, yeah. Oscars, if you're listening, you know where to find you us. You know what, Oscars? I appreciate it's probably late notice at this point. Invite mm. us next year. It's fine. Yeah. You're fine. I'll forgive you. Oscar luncheon. What does that and include? I, I don't know what's different between a luncheon and a luncheon. But okay. anyway. Steven Spielberg told Tom Cruise. Told Tom Cruise. God, listen to this guy. It's hard work, isn't it? Sorry, everyone. Yeah. He told him that you saved Hollywood's ass and you might have saved theatrical distribution. Seriously, Top Gun Maverick might have saved the entire theatrical industry. Okay, so I was thinking about this after Ant-Man, which okay. we'll get on to. So, Top Gun Maverick, fair enough, did incredibly well. was a very good film, good action film, great blockbuster. Realistic You effect. know, fantastic. I don't, want to, I don't want to diss Maverick in any way. But. But, okay, so... You know, a lot of people you talk to who, well, mainly don't watch Marvel movies or superhero movies, whatever, or even if it's Fast and Furious or something. Oh, well, you know what's going to happen. Good guy beats bad guy. Yeah, I don't want to watch that shit. I'm not going to pay to watch that shit. Fair enough. But then you come to something like Babylon, which was objectively a good film. Some people would say a great film. In hindsight, I think Hmm? I'm I'm thinking more fondly of it in hindsight. Yeah, I but think that it was is good for thing. certain scenes. But I even have to then, say that is you know, this year—I mean, in the last month, we've had the Fablemans, we've had the Whale. Before that, we've had the Menu, Babylon, etc., whatever. And none of them are doing very well, mm-hmm. even though everyone seems to hate these huge budget blockbusters. And then you wonder why they keep getting made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because everyone's going to see them, and all these good. The, the thing is, good films have not stopped coming out. I say good films in italics. You know, the these critically good films have never stopped coming out. They've never, you know, it's, it's they've ne- there's, there's never been a lapse of good winner. films. Yeah, there 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 is always an Oscar yeah. winner, and usually, you know, your your Oscar nominations they're all very good films, but people aren't going to see them. I don't know if stuff like Top Gun is has saved cinema in that sense. The good films have always been there. The problem is people don't go to see them. I, I think more of what he's getting at is just it's reminded the studios of what can make a I guess, film. yeah, that's true. Because, again, that may be an issue. That is an issue with Ant-Man. It's that difference in effects and mm. stuff like that yeah isn't it isn't but anyway we'll we, come to it Ant-Man will be an issue of its own yeah next up a live action how to drain your dragon movie is in the world 
Don't get me started. Do not get me started on how to train dragon. No, I'll get you started. Is this is this a, a reboot of the it's same director as the original three, from what I've heard. <sighs> I mean that in itself is a fucking bizarre choice, no? Why? What? Because he's going from animation to well, yeah, and the animations were such a travesty to the books. Um, Even though they were widely to keep, no, but to keep the same director of different versions of the same story mm-hmm. even though it wasn't the same story but that's none of my business um, that's I'm trying to think of an example of that I, uh, you know yeah that's that, that's one, weird that's weird what do you think about it being live action in general um, I have no issue with with them doing a live action is it do we have any kind of studios or anything do we have uh, Anything other than the director? Just, just the director, I believe. I mean, it's two years away, so um, I'm sure we'll get more news pretty soon. In that case, so certainly with the books, it's quite a long-running story, yeah, and a big overarching story, split up into obviously because I I don't know how many books they ended up doing, like nine or ten. Do you reckon they'll still be aiming it at the same? demographic yeah I'm sure yeah because they are you know they're kids books and even the films are kids films even if they're a, they are a travesty <laughs> um, it's word of the week travesty that's right listen up who's the director oh you, you just not. said same director without having the no, name no because I remember I, I have seen it this week okay it's going to be um, no I've, I've no issue with live action to be honest it probably works better as animation just because of the Demographic, yeah. really. Um, Dean Dubois. Sure. <laughs> no, I, 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 I. Do you know what? I've only seen the first two. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think I saw the first. They're they're good films. I'm not even sure I saw one all but the way through. I've seen most of all. They're not. But. They're not How to Train Dragon films. The only similarity is name. Did you what? Did you read? Sorry, Beast Quest. No, I never did. Never did. I I I didn't either because I realised they were a waste of time. <laughs> well, here we go. Here's but a no, series no. of books that neither of us have read. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> they were like a big series. There was like yeah, eighty. Yeah, of I remember them or that being a, a thing. In but once you'd read one, you'd read them all. It was kind right. of like many MCU films, unfortunately. Well, it's because I remember. Do you ever read the Gone series? <laughs> so that's why I didn't. Fucking sure. like. Good story. It was mm. uh, uh, five or six books, I think. Like, really, like, interesting, cool story. Mm-hmm. And yet, you've got Toy Story 5 being made. There's so many There's so many stories yeah. out there. Even if it's yeah. not creating an original story, there's so many, like, books and series out there aimed at a similar demographic, and yet, you insist on making Toy Story 5. Not that I'm I'm hung up on it by any means. But Toy Story 5 really does annoy me. Yeah. Um, Next up, Mm -hmm. in the movie news segment from me, Henry Cavill will lead Guy Ritchie's World War II epic, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Which I think is a really good... That sounds like the shit, I can't lie. That sounds (laughs) fucking class. A Guy Ritchie war film. 
named, say again. The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. 100%. God, yes. That sounds so good. Sign me up to opening <laughs> night. Yeah, no, I love the sound of that. Do we know anything more about it other than Guy Ritchie and Henry Cavill? That, that is all I've got this time. Okay, Sorry, well, everyone. yeah, God, yeah. Gimme. Gimme, gimme. Hmm. And to kill Jack's mo- because that is that is going to be good. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Mindhunter season three oh, will yeah. definitely not be happening. So, even on my... So, I've got the film, the IOTWIDB account, and I've got my normal account. And even on my normal account, I'm having... Mindhunter tweets filter through to it, which I don't have that for any other film shit. <laughs> Take some do. Okay, so Netflix, who at the moment just seem to be Jack so shit at everything. They don't know what they're doing. They're making some terrible series. Cancel them after season one because no one watches them. Meanwhile, Mindhunter season one and two were incredible like such just such good television so good in every aspect that and and stuff like dharma is doing so well on there Mm -hmm. which is in many ways very similar to mindhunter yeah um in its tone and its content Not to mention you've got David Fincher, one of the best directors of his generation, producing it. Mm-hmm. It also what's his name? De- uh, David Groff, is it? Yeah, something Groff, um, leading it. Who's fantastic? I I just do not understand why they wouldn't continue with it. Uh, Jonathan the, the, Groff. Jonathan Groff. There you go. Um, the numbers, in fairness, probably aren't amazing. Like, you don't hear that many people who are massive fans of Mindhunter. But, nevertheless, you know... I don't some, see how it was that expensive to make compared to other stuff. Like that. I, all I, well, this, yeah, because there's no CG, there's nothing. that it, I guess it's, it's just, just the actors. It's the names behind yeah. it. But even then... Consider, it's... I believe based on a true story as well. The, the, the yeah, story yeah, yeah. is there. They, they there's clearly a plan for it, or there was a plan for it. Fincher has now come out and said it's never going to happen, which is just gutting because it's so good. And and the only thing that the the only reason it's not continuing is numbers, which you can get. Do you know what I mean? All you've got to do is invest in in marketing. advertising yeah. and marketing. No, because I, I had never heard of it. Until you told me about and, it, and yet every you know it's a good show with good names and a good story, and it's got that gritty serial killer shit that so many people love, and and it's not going ahead, and it oh it it breaks my heart. It does. Sorry. Fucking Netflix. That's all I have to say on the matter. The streaming world is it's going to come crumbling down. <sighs> it's. Disney Plus is making yeah, huge losses. The, the models that they're using just don't work. Yeah, and yet the alternative is terrestrial TV, which is outdated at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, the like in comparison, just 
Netflix and BBC. Like the BBC have dwarf budgets compared to everyone else. Oh, 100%. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, d- I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but it's certainly not anywhere at the moment. The solution, I think, the solution is just make good content, advertise <laughs> it well, stop grinding out shit that you're going to cancel after season one. Yeah, and you're on the money. You know, it's is well, it's like HBO and this this. I saw someone call it a water cooler model. Mm-hmm. So you HBO, they're one good series, they do it week by week. People go into work and they discuss it. They talk about it. Did you see oh, the episode yeah, of yeah, whatever yeah. last night? You know, and you just you 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 keep it on a cycle. You just need to have something a good go series through. every two and a half three months. You grind it episode by episode. You know they've got the budget to make a guaranteed good series consistently all year round, and. It's literally that simple. Netflix are—they're uh, trying to cover all their bases. When a lot of the time, I think a lot of the bases—you know—you you try and cater for you know males aged sixteen to twenty-four, and then you try and do yeah kids, and you try and do middle-aged women, and you—you you know, you, I'll tell you what—it's such a spread, and it's just not necessary because if it was good, everyone would yeah, enjoy it exactly. That's a fucking good take, Jack. Well, you know, someone's got to do it. You've got your head screwed on tonight. Yeah. Six and a half pints, that's where you're at. (laughs) Marvel Studios confirmed they are no looking to bring Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Jesus Christ, listen. Are you hearing hearing this as I'm hearing it? Robert Downey Jr. back to the MCU. They're they're not... They're no longer. So there is... Were they before? Yeah, there there was some sort of plan I... Well, it, it, I mean, the door was open. Now okay. apparently, it is locked. Good. I, I think, which I think everyone's happy for. A hundred percent. I think. I think. Certainly, with uh, James Gunn's announcement of this kind of focus on on content, and I think, well, like we've been talking about, if you, I think, if you focus on content, the money will come. Um, as opposed to focusing on viewers and money yeah. over good shit can't wait for the return of content oh my god it's gonna be good isn't it it's gotta come at some point <laughs> christ i did save some stuff on twitter i believe for movie news yeah no you did i'll get to that okay um yeah I, the, the, th- the thing is is you know we look at robert danny jr returning and we say oh that'd be shit because it would ruin a legacy or whatever but then well, I guess the return of the Spider-Mans um, is a similar vein, but also they didn't have... This one's... Well, particularly uh, Andrew uh, Garfield conclu- didn't have this one. Yeah, so. not to the extent no. that Robert Downey Jr. did. No, Robert Downey Jr. was a complete, excellent... Yeah. M- carried the fucking story. Yeah. Uh, I, Everyone's happy. Uh, yeah, I can't... I, as with yeah. Chris Evans, Captain America. Yeah, I, 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 I would never bring either Danny Jr. and Chris Evans back. No. Because you don't need to. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to lie, I think Marvel should be easily able to work with that. Fucking Yeah, hell. it would be a shameless cash grab if they did. The problem is, is I, for one, would go and see it. <laughs> I would, because I, I couldn't not. But, and that's the problem, is that it's a focus on 
seat filling over yeah you know canon um before we move on to proper movie news mm. just got a a shout that just came into my mind in the week so for the new James Gunn Batman the Brave and the Bold mm-hmm. obviously he's not opposed to bringing in obscure characters Not, yeah i, do, I yeah. don't know how obscure character he actually was in back in the day mm. but i would like to see just as like a minor side character baby face who <laughs> who's just a gangster who looked like I was a baby say it rings a bell he had just a baby face but he was just a gangster I would fucking love for him to show up in the Brave and the Bold. I feel like it's too it's too just low as key. a side character, just as a side character. I don't care. I just it, he rem- he popped into my head the other day, and I was like, if Modok can show up, so can Babyface. I think I think it's a it's a Batman problem when when you're doing a Batman within an extended universe. Mm-hmm. So you can do the Batman, you can do kind of. You know, smart bad guys, fine, but you can't do like yeah. If if you have Batman and he's fighting along Superman, there's such a gulf in ability that you can't have people like Babyface, for example. Like you I'm can not, I'm you can have saying... no, yeah, but you can have a Batman in a universe with Superman and have the Joker, for example, because because he's just so fucking yeah devious evil way. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not saying Babyface needs to be anything close <laughs> to the main villain. I just want to see Babyface be a gangster in the city. I don't think you could do it without like a comedy kind of tone to it. I I believe it's possible. Yeah. And I challenge James Gunn if you're listening. Mm. And I know you are because you know occasionally... <laughs> how, could, how could you not be? <laughs> occasionally a little bit of gold dust <laughs> we come up with Babyface it's what we need it's mm. what you want make it happen that Brave and the Bold is going to be interesting isn't it it's I've got a feeling I'm not going to like it really it's a big change from the last 20 years of Batman I think the the problem is that so the Batman was the, just the perfect tone for Batman mm-hmm. and the Brave and the Bold will have to do like it will have to be significantly different, and I think any, as far as I can conceive, anything different from the Batman isn't as good for for Batman. Like, yeah, because they they could do it lighter, and I suspect they will do it lighter, and that just won't be as good, yeah. will it? When you were growing up, were you Batman or Spider Man? Uh, growing up, I was Spider Man. Now I'm Batman. Think I'm the same. Mm. Maybe it's a film thing. To be fair, with the Dark Knight trilogy and whatnot. Nah, but even like, I don't really read comics anymore. When I did though, like more recently, it was Batman because it's darker and it's just a bit, I don't know, grittier. You know, I love my grit. <laughs> God, I we love have grit. picked up on it from time to time. Yeah, exactly. Me and the listeners. Mm. Um. Anyway, 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 shall we? My movie news. You've you've gone first this time, which is uh, different. Uh, we had the Baftas. Oh, the last, we sure well, did. Well, in the last in the last week, I guess. 
which Marcel, the shell with shoes on, showed up to in a top hat, which was very classy of. I'm sure. Um, okay, so our winners. Oh, God. All Quiet on the Western Front swept up. Yeah. Which, which you've watched. I have I have, not. Wa- I have watched. Um, Deserved? In, no, no, to be honest. I, I guess it's it's the problem that, because it's Netflix, if I'd seen it in cinema, things mm-hmm. might be different. Um, but but even then, I mean, I watched it on RTV, which at the moment is a fairly big TV. Um, <laughs> and I watched it on my own without interruption. Um, which is always nice, I think, and always beneficial. Um, but still wasn't your... And I, I, Well, that, I love a war film, and I love a foreign film, and I love, you know... It, it seemed to tick all the boxes, and... <sighs> I don't know. It, it just didn't... It, it, it didn't do it for me. Really? No, it, it really didn't. Like, like there's, there's good bits, and... I I don't know what it is about it because, uh, in an overview, everything about it seems to tick the box. But still, I don't know. It it just wasn't there for me. And I compare it to other films that have come out in the last year. And no. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, best film, all quiet on the Western Front. Uh. <laughs> Nominees being Banshees, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, Tar. Tar, I'm still yet to see, which I need to see. Um, you know my choice, Everything Everywhere, <laughs> of course, which we rewatched the other day, by the way. Still as good as it was. Excellent. Um, but how many yeah. of those films would you put above All Quiet? Um, well, I've not seen Tar, but Wait. personally, I'd put. All of them that I've wow. seen above it. Wow. Um, Banshees, maybe bordering, I don't know. Um, outstanding British film, Banshees won it, which I think is fair. So, Brian and Charles, uh, which I'm like, yet to see still, which has been out for ages. Do want to see that? Um, yeah. Banshees of Inisherin, mm. I believe, was only eligible as a British film, quotation marks, oh, because Film 4 funded it. Because it's Irish, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because it received film for funding, yeah. Um, but so British films nominees: Brian and Charles, Empire of Light, yet to see. Good luck to you, Leo Grandi. Don't really want to oh see. Oh my god, seriously. Living, which meant to be good. Yeah, but I have my issues mm. with remake inception wise. Uh, Roald Dahl's Matilda the Musical. Can't I, imagine I'll enjoy as much as no. Banshees. Have you heard about the Roald Dahl reprint? Yes, I have. I'll get onto that in a second. Okay. Um, see how they run, which you've seen. Yeah, I. Is this the best we had to offer this year? Apparently, uh, the swimmers don't really know about that. The wonder, which is out on Netflix at the moment, which I'm intrigued by. Uh, I may get there. I'm not gonna lie, Banshees is top of that list. Yeah, no, it's it well, is. if it's it's the only British film with a best film nomination, so it's you know it's obvious, isn't yeah, it? True. Um, film not in an English language, obviously, also all quiet. The rest in front. Mm-hmm. I just think 
give All Quiet on the Western Front that, and then give something else best film. Whatever your um, preference. Mm-hmm. Animated film, Pinocchio, yeah. which seems to be sweeping up in animated films, like no competition. It's going to win everything. I'll, I'll touch it? on that. I'll touch on that. Director, All Quiet on the Western Front. Also nominated, Banshees, Martin McDonough, Decision to Leave, Park, Have Chan you seen Wood, Decision to Leave? Which I've not, but it's certainly on the list. Desperate ones. Everything Everywhere with the Daniels, Tar, Todd Field, and The Woman King, Gina Prince Bythewood. Really? Which, I mean, to be honest, doesn't really compare to the others that <laughs> I have seen. Um, but, you know. Fair enough. Original screenplay, Banshees wins. Okay. Nominations, Everything Everywhere, The Fablemans, Tar, Triangle of Sadness. I've not seen. Um, Triangle of Sadness, again. I feel I really... I'm really annoyed it wasn't in cinema. It feels like something that should have been, mm. and it wasn't. I'm not so annoyed about other ones, because they're not necessarily yeah. Odeon films. But Triangle of Sadness feels like it really could have been. Screenplay's an interesting... I mean, again, you know I'd love to put everything everywhere, and I probably would put it above Banshees, but only just. Because screenplay-wise, it was pretty lovely. Uh, Banshees is just fun. It's just... It's very, very good. Guy wakes up one day, decides he doesn't like his best mate. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's it. It's so good. Uh, Leading actress, Kate Blanchett in Tar. Yes. Nominees, Viola Davies in The Woman King. She was good. I mean, she was good. Uh, Daniel Deadweiler in Till, which I know nothing about. Anna Mm -hmm. de Armas in Blonde, which she was very good in, to be fair. Better? Uh, Well, I haven't seen Tar, so I couldn't say. She's probably better better than Viola Davies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. deserving of a nom. Uh, Emma Thompson, good luck to you, Leo Grande. There is no which I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. It. It's 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 yeah. got the attention it has. Yeah. And Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere. Again, you know See, who I'm giving it to. Banshee's got both. What was it? Secondary actors. What is it called? Um, supporting actors. Supporting actors. It yeah. got both of them. Yeah. Which which really... Barry Keogh won. Yeah. Which I'm surprised by, but we'll get to that. Leading actor. Austin Butler wins it for Elvis. Deserved. We were having no this problem. discussion last episode whether it was Austin Butler or Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. Yeah. I would never take any slander for The Whale. Like, if I, oh, yeah. I feel like if I heard someone taking the piss out in the street, I would stop and explain to them why they were wrong. <laughs> that would be terrified. Um, other. Nominations include Colin Farrell for Banshees, Daryl McCormack for Good Luck to you, Leo Grande again, Paul Mescal in After Sun, which I'm yet to watch, and Bill Nye in Living. What is the Good Luck Leo Grande agenda? I don't know. Did you see? You didn't. I neither did not see saw that. it. Just based on trailer, wasn't you know for me. Uh, supporting actress Kerry Condon from Banshees takes it, which is interesting. Uh, other nominations include Angela Bassett for Black Panther, which, in fairness, she was very good in. I, I feel as though she probably should have taken it. I, I thought Yeah, she, I, I sort of was... 
I didn't think Kerry Condon was no particularly. You know, she didn't uh, give that much to run. Yeah. She she was good. Don't get me wrong, but she, Angela uh, Bassett was yeah really fucking good. Uh, Hong Chow for the whale. Dolly De Leon for Triangle of Sadness. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere. Which, so the daughter, whose name I'm about to get up, I thought was, having watched it literally like two days ago, um, she was, I mean, she was better than Jamie Lee Curtis, to be honest. Um, I didn't feel it's like Jamie Lee Curtis had that much of... She, she doesn't, she doesn't. Stephanie Sue. I remember watching it first time around. I was like, "Is that Jamie Lee?" Yeah, there's no well, way it's yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, right. she's in it, but Stephanie Stephanie Sue is very good in it, and certainly better than Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, better than Kerry Condon. So you know, but that's none of my business. And Kerry Mulligan in She Said, which I really like Kerry Mulligan, but I've not seen She. I said. thought she was the main character in She Said. From what I could tell from the episodes. Well, that's not for me to say. So, yeah, supporting actor, Kerry Keown. Did anyone see She Said? Kerry Keown, sorry. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Brennan Gleeson in Banshees. Ki Hugh Kwan, Uh Everything Everywhere. To be honest, I give give it to him over Barry Keown. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Redmayne, The Good Nurse. Brett Shu in All Quiet. And Michael Ward in Empire of Light. Barry Keown was great in Banshees. But again, no he, he, didn't... he wasn't on screen enough to no, deserve yeah. that I mean, award. frankly, uh, Brennan Gleeson takes it over him. I, I don't really see how he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, original score, All Quiet oh, yeah. also wins, which the score is, like, I guess, standout, but I don't think for... Like I, I don't think it was standout in the best of ways. Whereas Babylon, and to everything everywhere, the music for it is so good. Like it's so well mixed. With, it's so perfectly placed. With Babylon, I've heard people complaining about the main score being overused in it. Which, which I, I, I'll I give like, but, but I, I, I wonder if that's a trailer thing. To be honest, because I watched a the, video. The on... trumpet score did start to grate on me, but I don't know if that's because I'd seen the trailer a million times before other films. I watched a video on the Babylon advertising campaign. And mm. oh my God. Like when you watch it all together and you get it pointed out to you, it was just terrible. Mm. A lot, I thought it from the first advert, but all the social media campaigns on top yeah. was so much what They were so bad. Yeah. I'm not surprised... It wasn't a flop exactly. It wasn't good though for them, was it? It shouldn't have been a flop. It's, it really it's a shame that actually. Uh, cinematography, all quiet on the rest of the front. Nominees: The Batman, Elvis, Empire of Light, Top Gun, Maverick. Hard. To, it's very hard <sighs> to say one or the other one. Then I'm giving it the Batman. I, I think the bat because the Batman is zero wins by the way. Um, Which and even in terms of nominations, it's got like two or three which i think is a shame editing winner everything everywhere all at once which i think is more than fair uh compared to all quite the rest in front banshees elvis and top gun yeah it's completely fair Jesus. i guess banshees i wouldn't consider really all quite 
probably wouldn't consider Elvis and Top Gun, maybe. Bit. But Everything Everywhere is just such an incredible achievement so far of a film. Um, and then we're on to you know shit stuff. Special effects, Avatar, fair. Although I would consider Everything Everywhere because of the budget and the limited people power involved. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But what do you base that on? I guess if you throw a billion dollars at a film, it's probably going to have pretty good visual effects, eh, BAFTAs? But that's none of my business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, BAFTAs, yeah, I think they did a pretty shit job, if I'm honest. But that's a personal opinion. Who cares, eh? Who Who cares, really? I don't care. Look at me, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God, yeah. please move. So zero wins for the whale. Zero wins Poor. for the Batman. Um, trying to think, menu not even nominated for anything. I don't get that at all. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Top Gun, what one? Like maybe a couple of nominations for shit okay. stuff. Like. Is it time to pull up Letterboxd for last year? <laughs> yeah, go on. What have we missed? Uh, um, in other news... Oh, that's your 2023 review. Sorry. I was putting up the wrong one. You've already started your 2023 review. Oh, I've only got three films on there. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I Avatar Wave Water has overtaken Titanic to become the third highest grossing film of all time. So, top two being Avatar and Endgame? Yeah. Which Avatar I'm, being I'm Avatar being top, or is Endgame uh, top? Is Avatar retaken top? I think Avatar retook top. I'm not. It's it's sad, isn't it? It's just a shame, isn't it? It really is. Come mm. on. Um, bullet train missed out. <laughs> oh no! Uh, anyway, way X didn't get anything. North mm. Northman deserved something. At least yeah. a shout. I yeah, feel. it did. That's fair. As did Barbarian. Mm. Yeah. Smile. Operation Mince Me. RRR, by the way. What? Just blanked? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's Bollywood, isn't it? They they wouldn't give anything to that because they're scum. Uh, But even like Nope, for example, nothing. Which is, you know, although dividing... A lot of people loved it. Did they? Yeah, I, I maybe just because it's Jordan Peele. But Sad like, I, you know, The Woman King is twenty seventh on my list, and yet, you know, it's got, got all those. Yeah, several nominations. Yeah. I see what you mean. Um, we'll see. I mean, when's Oscars? Did we start of March? Start of March. There you go. So probably maybe next pod. Maybe the one. After. Yeah, probably. Anyway. Uh, Patrick Stewart teases the return of his Professor X and Ian McKellen's Magneto. Quote, we're not done, Sir Ian and, and myself. We, we've we got plans. I... I've... Oh, where do I... Uh, they were set... They're supposedly set to return in something. For the life of me, I can't remember what it is. Oh, no. That's good to hear, mate. Thank you. Um... But they are supposedly set to return, even though... I, I don't imagine they're going to return in any great capacity, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Even, like, looking back, 
Patrick Stewart in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Not the greatest of cameos, no. if I'm honest. It didn't really. It, do, it at this point it doesn't affect me at all. It didn't. It's not hit anything with me at this point. Yeah. Where, compared to No Way Home. Where yeah, exactly. I, still I don't. I don't care about feel. an X Men return particularly. Yeah. Uh, Puss in Boots has mm, passed four hundred million dollars worldwide, which is sizable. Bring be on fair. the next four hundred million! Come on. Yeah. Good for them. What um, film? Supposedly we have a new live action Hellboy movie in the works. So it's the third iteration of Hellboy. The last one doing really badly. Both of them doing really badly. <laughs> they've they've all done terribly and everyone hates both of them. Was there a Hell was there an original Hellboy two? I think there well? was, yeah. Which uh, you yeah, know. <laughs> Again, just Try something different. No, come on, third time lucky. Clearly, that's, Hellboy isn't the way. That's the rule. Third time you know? lucky. Uh, my dad promised me to promised he's going to get me the Authority graphic novel as well because he feels like he's failed as a father because I am not clued up on the Authority. Um, I look forward to hearing your thoughts. So I will get my review and. Um, <laughs> resulting opinion on Jack Fire the authority film all cylinders right now yeah uh i am legend 2 starring michael b jordan and will smith will be set decades after the original and apparently the alternate ending for the original film will be canon in the sequel i just looked it up yeah that's... now i've not seen i am legend nor have i seen you've not the seen i am legend alternative ending no i've not um but I will get clued up on that in time. That it does mega piss me off that they're gonna use the alternate ending as canon. That's yeah. This whole idea of alternate endings is irritating, really. I mean, it's lazy. You, you should have to have the alternate ending as the canon. That's ridiculous. Because I've seen it, I don't know what the alternate ending is. I'm going to have to look up the alternate ending. (laughs) Yeah. And anyone who's not seen the alternate ending but has seen I Am Legend is going to have to look up the alternate ending before going to see the sequel. No. And and I Am Legend is an absolutely fine standalone film, as is I Am Robot. Yeah. I I think they are two of Will Smith's best films I yeah. think they're both great particularly Iron Robot I really love Iron Robot I've actually not seen either CGI lets it down a little bit mm. but it's nonetheless a great film which reminds me Hostel also has an alternate ending did I mention that no you didn't so uh, well so the I don't know the maybe you did ending to Hostel is like I yeah I mean it, it's satisfying in a morally unjust way um <laughs> The yeah. alternate ending is more immoral, um, nice. but less brutal, um, right. without spoiling it. Um, Can you spoil it for me, just like... No, 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 don't spoil it for me. Anyone who doesn't care about the spoilers, just skip a little way. <sighs> okay, spoilers for Hostel Head, if anyone gives a shit. Yeah, because obviously everyone's So in the uh, main ending... Uh, skipping ahead in story-wise, so the survivor 
um, basically just fucking brutally murders one of the um, rich guys, we'll say. Um, in the alternate ending, he doesn't do that, but he abducts the rich man's daughter and then rides off on a train with her. Yeah. The I daughter being that. like like nine years old. I, yeah. And then that's the end, as far as I can tell. I prefer that. Not watched it, but I prefer that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, 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 Eric Kripke, the creator of The Boys, confirmed that season four will not be the end of the series. Not particularly surprising. I would hope, to be honest, that season five will be the end. Now, again, I haven't read the comics. I don't know what the official ending is. But, so we've just finished season three. How much more do we have to give before they drag it out? Because yeah. even now, to a point, they drag it out. But I accept it because it's such a good show and I do want more. Yeah. Season three could have been the ending. Yeah. But ultimately, the ending is... I think that's what led down the end of series three. Yeah. was yeah. It wasn't yet. It's the fact it wasn't yet. They didn't kill Homelander. Yeah. It all of a sudden felt the, like... The ending is the death of Homelander, I would assume. As as I think it should be, especially as the show is, is set up. I don't know about the comic either. Yeah, but the show is all about the battle against Homelander, mm, basically. Exactly. No ham, no Homelander, no show. Mm, facts. Uh, Sony is developing a live action Spider Man Noir series for Amazon. Oh, which is interesting. I mean, so. Sony still have the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. And they are choosing to share it with Marvel. Yeah, basically. Um, Do I trust Sony to do a good series? No. <laughs> I, I can't think of a Sony series, to be honest. But you have I to I guess hope. Prime... Yeah, you have to hope that Prime enough. will take control. Um, More or less. Because Sony do a horrible job. Like yeah, really generally speaking, they do. And they'll continue to do so. I'm convinced. Oh, yeah, until, until they... they are bankrupt and they have to sell the rights yeah. to Spider-Man. Yeah, fair enough. In which enough. case, Disney Plus will own everything. Yeah. Um, did we cover Luther last episode? Was uh, that post last episode? Well, go oh. on. Okay, so the Luther film... For those who aren't aware, is out like next week. Yeah, so in cinemas this weekend coming. So Netflix, I mean, they posted the trailer 9th of February, so three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Good trailer. And, and it's coming out, and the series, the film looks a bit over the top, if I'm honest. Actually, pretty severely over the top, mm-hmm. but I don't really care because Luther's bloody class <laughs> uh, yeah it's out in and it's a, got Andy Serkis in so I couldn't believe when I saw Andy Serkis in the trailer yeah they've they've got it's big time now yeah I'm, well I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm seeing sort of little clips from the trailer and it does look like pretty fucking ridiculous compared I mean, to the series the as well, fact which that is fairly great out of prison to start with but yeah look I'll wait until I'll wait to pass my judgement until I've seen it I yeah. cannot wait to see it nonetheless. Yeah. Because it is Luther, as you say. Next up on so, movie news. <laughs> so, yeah, Luther out soon. Um, new trailer for a Ben Affleck directed 
Air, Air. which is about, um, well, it focuses on Matt Damon, I think Ben Affleck is in it, um, about Nike's proposal to sponsor Michael Jordan when he was a rookie to form Nike Air, which is obviously now probably the biggest trainer ever. Um, Which looks cool, I guess. It looks like a good kind of behind-the-scenes sports thing. Um, I know. I'm not going to watch it. I'm being honest. Uh, I'll probably watch it. April 5th, that's out. So, mm, we'll see. Um, Andrew Garfield will portray the monster alongside Oscar Isaac's doctor in Guillermo del Toro's version of Frankenstein. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Garfield as the monster is very interesting. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, you'd you'd think he was gonna be Frankenstein. Yeah, you really would. And but, oh my god, Gilmo will probably put a very weird spin on it. So I'm, I'm intrigued by that. I have uh, to say that'll be good. That's gotta be good. Uh, ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller are in talks to star really? in Three Identical Strangers. Did you ever watch the the documentary on it? No. Go on. It's f- fucking wild. So, it's it's true story. So, these three uh, triplets who were separated at birth as part of a very dodgy um, experiment, basically, uh-huh. uh, separated at birth, eventually found each other, uh, became like a big sort of sensation at the time. This is, ooh, 80s, 90s, I don't know, 70s, I don't really know. Um it's it's crazy. Like it's a really interesting kind of psychological thing. So they were split up, met met together when they were in their twenties, thirties, or whatever. Yeah. Weird. So they all look, you know, because they're trip, they're identical triplets. They look like uh-huh. the same. Um, raised in very different, like yeah. so. I think one of them was like a very strict kind of, um, very strict upbringing. Uh, second one was like fairly normal and third one was very like relaxed. Um, so they meet up and like there's a lot of weird similarities that you would uh-huh. assume was because of their upbringing but obviously it wasn't. So like they they all like smoke the same cigarettes uh-huh. and they have the same like preferences and they have a lot of the same like mannerisms and stuff. Um, but it is later revealed that they are in a very different state mentally without giving too much away. Ooh. Um, but it's a it's a fascinating story and a like really just interesting kind situation. Um, and I guess they're adapting it to live action. The perfect psychology experiment, but it's horribly immoral. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um nice. And okay. yeah, Ben Stiller in start in talks to start all three. I don't think there's ever been someone playing triplets. Doesn't doesn't ring a bell for me. Obviously, if, if we're wrong, email in. Tom Hardy playing twins. Yeah, and there's um, oh, what's his name? Who voices Donkey? Eddie Murphy playing. <laughs> Many different people at the same time in Norbert. <laughs> he plays a lot of the different characters, but as far as I know, no one playing triplets. But that, yeah, email that, in if I'm like wrong. Clickbait. 
title right there. It's like Ben Stiller breaks world record. <laughs> For the most related... No, not even that. The most, I don't know... Um, born at the same time. Most born at the same time people. Um, but yeah, that's my movie news. That was it. There you go. Bosh. Uh, cinema films. Oh, mate. You've seen a lot more than me. Too right, I have. Yeah, okay. go on. So... Oh, the first one I watched was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah. Is it as good as everyone says? Absolutely. Okay. Gen- genuinely terrific. All the characters had, well, I'd I'd say depth, but Big Jack Horner doesn't exactly have depth. He's just a thoroughly horrible dude. Nice. Which, I was like, okay. Is that, do you relate to that? You like that? Um... Yeah, I love horrible dudes in media. No, so death in it is, you know, you'd enjoy death. Mm-hmm. Big Jack Horner is just... Death a... being the character, not the not the concept of death. Well. Well. He, he's both. Fair enough. In some ways and, you know. But anyway, Big Jack Horner, despite being 100% horrible, unlikable... Mm. Is still a great character in it. All of them are brilliant. All of their dialogue throughout is perfect. There's a strange amount of swearing in it. Really? So the little what certificate is it? It's it's PG, so mm-hmm. they bleep out the swearing. Oh, they oh really? They bleep out but the swearing in it. Okay. Yeah, but Perito the dog. Mm. It, at one point, he who is oh, he's lovely in it. He's so nice. <laughs> feel so bad for him um but at one point he's captured by the three bears and goldilocks spoilers okay i've not seen it okay 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 anyway he's so they're all insulting each other and he gets a point he gets a chance to butt in and he just just starts swearing at them all and it's just bleep 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 for about 30 seconds bleeps are always funny yeah Yeah. it really is especially from our from this little fella, it's so much funnier. Mm. Um, Puss- oh, I, I don't know what to say, because I don't know. If, did you watch the original Puss in Boots? Yeah. Great film. Was it? Yeah. You've not seen the original? I never watched the original, That's no. That's poor. So what happened in the original? Um, I, Christ, I can't, I can't, I can barely remember. It was something to do with Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. And there was a giant involved... And the egg man who was deceitful. Um, <laughs> that's, I think he was the Humpty egg Dumpty. man who I was he, deceitful. I believe he was Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, I reckon he was, mate. Um, I don't. I don't remember much. I remember it being. It's good though. It's a good film. Right. Well, this one is meant to be better. Okay, hundred percent is the animation at times. I don't. I didn't. Because it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't particularly... I thought it looked cool from the trailer, though. Kind of... But it, Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, like, almost, like, anime-y, I guess. Like, yeah, like, at times. Like, the action sequences. Drawn kind of thing. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just CG'd. Which, as much as I felt was... Because, as you say, like, CGI should be a step forward or, or yeah. completely animated. But it felt better to be able to actually see the stills almost and, yeah. yeah yeah and the colors were beautiful it was so unique for our original mm. 
so many parts just interconnect. Gen- genuinely, they had no right to, I don't know, put that much into mm. a Puss in Boots sequel. Yeah. And it teases a, a Puss in Boots Shrek reunion. Yeah, so have, we've got a new Shrek on the way. We're meant to. I think. Meant to. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, we've chatted a lot of shit about sequels here, but you look at Puss in Boots, for example, done very well, Top Gun, Scream, even... Well, yeah, coming up, isn't it? Ghostbusters. These kind yes. of sequels that no one was really expecting that much from, the problem but is, have done very well. But the problem will be... And have been very good. In the third ones. Yeah. Or, or the ones extended. I guess. The yeah. Scream reboot, Scream 6. I think it will be okay. I think it, it, it seems different from the previous Screams in its setting and whatnot. We hope, but it doesn't... That's, not, that's out soon. Yeah, literally a week's time, maybe yeah. two weeks, I don't know. There's a few things coming out. But Shrek, I don't know, it, when it's focused on... I don't know, just its own take on the fairy tales mm. and making them all yeah. work in with each other. Yeah. It's so funny. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, um, 100% go watch it. Watch Stars. it. Stars. Oh, so... Oh. Between that, Marcel shell with shoes on. Which we'll get to. And Pinocchio. Mm. It's between that and Pinocchio. Okay. And I... What did you give Pinocchio? Pinocchio, I think I'll go for... I think Puss in Boots might nick it the more I think about it. So four, four and a half? Possibly. Okay. Genuinely, top notch. Just top notch. Good stuff. Re- a really good use of your time. I'll go on to Marcel to show with shoes on. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that laid it down for me mm. was, you know in the US of A... I do. They have a show called 60 Minutes. What is that, news? It's it's like, from what I could tell from the movie, Mm. they just interview someone for 60 minutes every week. Right. Or find out about someone. US listeners, email him. Tell us what 60 Minutes is. Yeah, get us all up in your business. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Nothing to do with it. Um... It just, as the rest of the film was really sweet, really nice, really lovely. Some of the, anim, some of the stop motion, I, I have no idea how they did it. Because they had like a ball rolling in like random directions, mm-hmm. actually rolling, but a dog following it. Right. I don't know how they did that. Okay. Because like obviously dog moving in real time, like real dog. Yeah. But the tennis ball wasn't being pulled. Because mm. it wouldn't roll. Yeah. So I don't know how to do it. It was very impressive. And all stuff like that. And it focused on a really... It, it. I mean, it was three characters, but even more so. It was just one character and his relationship with two characters. Right. In a very small world, cut off. And at times it was so sad. Mm. But, at time, but then at the end, it was so worth it. Right. Um... But I didn't like the sixty minutes section. 
Okay. Because it, how it, how big a role did that play in the film? It. I mean, it it played a huge role in. I didn't particularly like how it went onto YouTube because oh, the guy in the Airbnb was like, oh look, there's this shell with shoes on who can talk. Mm. So I put it on YouTube and loads on YouTube and then 60 minutes get in touch and they want to interview him or whatever. The best parts of the movie were when it was just him talking with the guy behind the character and particularly when he was talking to his grandma. Mm. And... It, that was just lovely at the times. I wish I'd understood what everyone was saying a bit more as well because at times it wasn't particularly easy I don't know if it was just my hearing. Okay. But at times, there was a few voices speaking over each other and the music was too loud or just mm. the voices weren't that easy to understand. Yeah. Which was a shame. But I'd still give it four stars. Okay. Because it, it was incredibly original. It, it was filmed like a documentary. on This guy, this amateur filmmaker, had been had just gone to an Airbnb discovered mm. this shell that could talk or whatever. Okay. And this shell had been left with its grandma and everyone else it knew had been taken away one day. And I, you know, I, I'm a sucker for a good ending. I think everyone on the planet is. No, 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 because no, you're, you're not, I'm convinced. What do you mean no, by that? No, because the ending was exactly how you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. It made me happy. Right. You don't like that, Nessa. It annoys me when a movie. You. It annoys me when I watch a movie, and it doesn't end how I feel as low the most satisfying endings or whatever. Like La La Land. No, not like La La Land. Like what? <sighs> so when a when a film like does Ban- no, even like Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. I'm convinced there could have been a better ending. I, I, yeah, you're too, you're, you're, your view of the world is too too positive. No, it's not positive. I just feel that ending wasn't realistic enough in that case. But in this film... <laughs> Whereas the rest of the film was very realistic. I, I, fucking sue me. I don't, I don't know what... Anyway, and this film was very good. Mm-hmm. But the bits online and the 60 minute section made me feel it was too American. Okay. I didn't like that. Fair enough. I think you should watch it. Uh, I'll I'd put be... it on the my never-ending list. You could have come watch it with me today, mate. It's also very short. Less than an hour and a half, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I, I'm very disappointed you didn't come see it with me. And another film you didn't come and see with me. Yeah. I was... I was... I've been away, by the way. This isn't out of choice. It was Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. Based on a book called... Cabin at the End of the World. Yeah. Which is a better name. Yeah, Knock at the Cabin's a bit shit, really, isn't it? It is a bit shit. Knock at the... It should be Knock at the Cabin Door. Or A Knock at the Cabin. Knock at the... Yeah. Anyway, that's irrelevant. I imagine it's probably... In my... Without spoiling, by the way. So I can set these parameters now. (sighs) Okay, here we go. I'm going to try Because I suspect there's quite a lot of spoilers to be had I think it's top three M. Nights for me top other three being uh, Split being one and Sixth mm. Sense being the other okay. I think it's probably third 
Right. I think it's incredibly... It's, it's tense at times, I think. In all fairness, the actors do a very good job. I I saw a letterbox review that said, uh, Rupert Grint, homophobic arc. <laughs> this is what J.K. Rowling would have wanted. <laughs> Which does happen, but that's not particularly a spoiler mm. because it happens in the first 20 minutes. Okay. Um, unfortunately, because of the nature of the film... Mm. the trailer you know you, you know what you're you know basically completely what you're getting yourself into yeah it's just which of two yeah. end games yeah, yeah. you see yeah and despite the C- I mean the CGI at times isn't perfect mm. but we're used to that at this point aren't we mm. I think this, the ending was was decent dragged on a little bit but it was still decent Everyone in it did le- did a really good role with their performance, regardless of how ridiculous their views were. Yeah. And to do it all within the cabin, I I was genuinely I was really captivated at points, really tense, mm. really not sure which was the truth. Yeah. Okay. Because it it sets up a perfect storm. Like I think there was two occasions I genuinely thought. This is a perfect storm, and I don't know which side is right. Yeah, okay. Which I think M. Night has been far away from for some time. And it's not mm. going to let M. Night Shyamalan twist necessarily that you perhaps expect. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm so glad it didn't. Mm. I'd much rather watch a film where everyone is working together, clued in, interacting in a way. Mm that makes the end interesting regardless of what it is, as opposed to the end being interesting because it's a twist. Okay, yeah. No, I like that. And I think... Oh, it's a sh- I, I, you probably won't get to watch it. Uh, I'll, I'll do what I can to watch it. Because I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I've, I've, Things I've, is, I, I've not regretted a single film I've seen in cinema. Yeah. Since our last pod. Hmm. I think I see it a bit more fondly than most people have. But that, yeah, it, it seems it's fairly split, I think. Yeah. But I did really enjoy it. Okay. Stars? Three and a half. I knew you were going to give it three and a half. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's because... It wasn't perfect, but I really did like some aspects. Mm-hmm. And okay. I, I'd be interested if you spoke, if you watched it to talk about some aspects. Okay. See what I can do. Shall we move on to a film that we've both seen? Let's. And I think you should talk because I've had to try and think up three reviews. Ant-Man, Brackets and the Wasp, Quantumania. (laughs) Um, First and foremost, Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, not really. And Ant-Man. It is (laughs) Ant-Man featuring the Wasp, Quantumania. No disrespect to the Wasp, even though... I mean, she's, Il- she's the more powerful superhero. a bit of an anti-vaxxer. Um, the fact she's an objectively more powerful superhero. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, this is... It's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, very much focused on Ant-Man. If you're the Wasp fan, which I don't think anyone is, particularly, in fairness, um, you know, that don't... He, don't... he produces a different aspect. Yeah. Um, first of all, so Ant-Man can obviously shrink and get big. Fine. 
The wasp can shrink and get big. Also, she's got wings and lasers. Why doesn't Ant-Man have wings and lasers? Like... It didn't say that much. <laughs> it it re- That really, really, really bugs me. Why? Why bugs, on earth? It bugs him. Wait, oh, um, why it, on earth sorry. would you have two superheroes who have the same mental, whatever, the same capabilities? You give one of them wings and lasers, and the other one neither of them. <laughs> what? Like why? Like there is no, there is no reason for that at all. Um, my first qualm. Mm-hmm. Um, other, I mean, it was a solid. F- Entry to the MCU. Uh huh. I I would argue it was better than Ant Man and the Wasp. Fractionally, yeah. Probably not quite as good as Ant Man. Uh-huh. Um, as a trilogy, it's fairly mid. I can't lie. Um, as MCU trilogies go, it's probably. On the whole, better than Thor, worse than Iron Man, Captain America, and Avengers. I, uh, it's they've all got a weak point, haven't they? Ant Man hasn't exactly got a weak point, but it hasn't got a strong. Point. Isn't yeah, exactly. That's where yeah. it falls, and it depends what you focus on. We're ignoring. We will. Ign- are we ignoring the physics of Ant Man for the sake so of it? So the the because they've. As so Jack's very annoyed of, yeah, about. So the science of Ant Man. So initially in Ant Man, the the idea is that uh, the the pin particles allow the space between the atoms to shrink, making your body shrink. I mean, okay, um, <laughs> making you more dense, mm-hmm. but also lighter. Um because okay um which allows ant-man to do his shit obviously and then then in uh civil war ant-man is able to enlarge which i guess technically speaking means that the space between the atoms grows which apparently also makes him heavier and also stronger um i mean Beyond the explanations they give, the problem is like he they, will literally, they, well, he they, will literally yeah. ride on an ant at times. Yeah, they get to the point where there's no explanations. No. Um, and then, so obviously in Ant Man one, when he shrinks between atoms by uh, decreasing the space between his atoms down to the quantum realm, which is you know inconceivably small. Um, which doesn't <laughs> it doesn't doesn't make any sense. Um, they also they do such a terrible job of explaining the quantum realm because it's like um, I don't know I guess time is just different down here oh yeah that's that's their own explanation but also in quantum mania time is the same but when he shrinks when he shrinks down apart from for ant before when he shrinks down before Infinity, no, before Endgame, sorry, time is l- shorter in the quantum realm, right? It depends what pocket you fall through. Yeah, but is the quantum realm... What is the quantum realm? Where is the quantum realm based? If it's so 
inconceivably small, surely it's enormous. Like, well, like the, the issue I have with if it's meant to be so inconceivably small is why is it such a big deal that Ant Man can go so big in the quantum realm? Yeah, how can he then shrink down to the quantum quantum realm and then become it's... like scalably large, but within the quantum realm? It, it, I yeah, I mean, I if we, we if we sidestep that for whatever reason. Um, beyond that let's yeah Jonathan Majors Jonathan Majors high point of the film very good as he is in everything that I've seen him in Um, what have you seen him in well he was in uh, Lovecraft County which he was good in to be fair to him I suspect Creed 3 he's going to be very good in well it seems unfair that you know he's trained up to being Creed 3 but then he's, Paul Rudd is meant to fight Mano and Mano at the end of Ant-Man Quantum yeah. How is Ant-Man supposed to fight that? Paul Rudd would get the absolute shit kicked out of him <laughs> by Jonathan Majors. It wouldn't even be close. You could give three Paul Rudds against Jonathan Majors and Jonathan Majors would smack them all down, I suspect. Um, take nothing away. I actually thought that fight mm. was one of the high points. I think... What uh, the MCU has done at several points is have pretty like I don't know what what feel like very important fights where they'll like cut the music mm-hmm. and it will be like kind of brutal and they've done it a few like they did it in the end of Infinity War. Mm. Where everyone like yeah. tries to take on yeah. Thanos and the music cuts and you can tell it's like fucking serious, um, and people are getting smacked around, but there's no music, so you can just kind of hear <laughs> people getting punched, and it 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 feels important. Sorry, just because I've the Marvels has been delayed again. Oh no! Yeah, because everyone's worried. How about will that. I cope? When, um, delayed as, till when? Uh, till basically. The end of this year, I think, but it was meant to be out by now, more or less. I think. Mm. Anyway, as you were saying, um, yeah, there, there, there's, yeah, there's a lot of irritating inconsistencies, um, and I, I think if you can overlook them, mm-hmm. then it's a solid film. And there's some, there's some really good bits in it, such as, uh, so. I liked Kang's kind of backstory within uh, and his relation to um, Michelle Pfeiffer. I can't remember her Hope. name. Hope. Hope Van Dyne. Uh, that was all very cool, I thought. Um, I thought the use of ants was nice. Yeah, although, again, did that, Completely make, did that make any sense? No, no, not, not really. Not. And it uh, was, it wasn't it it didn't just not make specific sense, it was just a convenience point. Yeah, it really was. Um and the uh, it, it's a I guess it's an MCU thing generally. You can just kill people if you want. And it it can it. add a lot to characters. Do it once if, in a while. If you want it to. Um you just choose not to. Because you, you you're trying to make it too 
hopeful and happy and you don't need yeah. to do that you 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 don't and it would it would help a lot if there, you didn't there is no way michael douglas wants to return in any capacity no he's done his so-called ant-man trilogy or whatever yeah. he doesn't want to return for the big superhero team for a few lines exactly but i'd exactly. be sad to see him killed off but it makes sense to kill him off it, and it would add so much to it yeah frankly if you killed cassie i think that could do a lot i do I didn't think she was great in it. I thought she was okay. I didn't have any qualms with her necessarily. I mean, I, I, think I wouldn't main, say she was bad. The main problem comes with every scene being in green screen. Yeah, like when. Oh yeah, I thought the CG was actually pretty good. I think the CG CGI was very passable. I think the problem comes in when like in the action scenes when they're running from a ship shooting at them, mm. and you don't actually feel like a ship is shooting at them yeah. in how the scene, like, the camera's yeah. moving and how they're yeah. running. Well, that's the thing with this film is it's not just, like, a a background is CG'd, it's everything is CG'd. Like... When Hope... You, when, usually it's, like, set in real world, but because this is in the quantum realm, nothing is real at all. No. The weakest point of CGI for me was... So, you know when Hope meant... Meet those fucking, oh my god, those, those people out in the sand place where yeah, she which had that fucking fake hell, fight. that was the the just least fucking explained B Tech Tuscan nonsensical lazy lazy thing I've seen. It was shite, just like it? it was pure shite. Yeah. Anyway, and then the fucking bird thing came yeah. down. The CGI of her touching it, yeah, was terrible. That's fair. That. Uh, was, I looked yeah. at it and I was like, that is absolutely wonderful. I thought Modoc was... I feel kind of bad because everyone's taking the piss out of what Modoc looks like. And um, that's what Modoc looks like. But I don't think it's an easy thing to do to no. put, an, put a known face onto the body of Modoc. I think it um, elevated it, the fact it was a somewhat known face. Yeah, no, I, I I did like that. I didn't hate it. I was glad to see Modoc. Yeah. The f- I'm not going to spoil it. Um, so good of you. Yeah, I, I really thought that back there for a second. But I was glad to finally see Modoc. Mm-hmm. I think he had a decent film. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Character was a little inconsistent, but that's fair. To say. We're we're used to that at this point, really. Are we, we? Are we going into the probability? The 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 probability field or whatever they call yeah, it. That was um, it. Yeah, I I hated that. I can't lie. I really didn't like that. I. So what was a film that did something similar? I swear there was a film that did something similar. Maybe there was. I just think it it and oh all... no 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 so it wasn't a film it was just it's been done by Rick and Morty before oh okay well, there you go better obviously. well I'm not surprised yeah it it yeah at points like that it's just so weakly thought out like it... I and it's what bugs me is there's such a budget and they know they're gonna make so much money you may as well try a bit harder. You know? I don't, 
why write yourself into a corner you don't need to write yourself into? Yeah, 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 exactly. That whole thing, they could have done a different, you know, problem there that was easier to work with than they did. And then a little bit further on from that, it was nice to see prisoners being taken who were able to escape their captivity or, you know, guards in a heartbeat. Because, what's his daughter's name again? Cassie. Cassie, you know, she hadn't been removed of her shrinking things at all, whatever. She she just shrunk and beat him up. The Mm. guys who had taken her, escaped from her captivity, somehow broke out the other rebel woman who I didn't like. I'm not going to lie. And I didn't. Then, I didn't oh mind her. It. it she felt it. And there's a lot of that in this film. Is added characters who have just powers because because they do, and it's convenient. I um, there my, was there's a lot of that. My brother pointed out like they were basically trying to create their own Corgan meek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were. And. It didn't work. The same. It, it, it won't. It won't ever work the same. His name it, Pey- Peyton Reed, the director. I don't know. I want to say he's done the other Ant Man. I think he has. Yeah. There's certainly consistency with Ant Man himself, and with oh, um, okay. Little issue with Ant Man. Mm. I don't believe. Okay, as much as he wants to fo- focus on his daughter, mm. why in the first act of this film he was so uncaring for everyone else beyond his daughter. Like he he wasn't willing to try and fight. He yeah had just given up all of his responsibility to help people. Mm. I think that distracted from the last two movies. If I'm being honest, that's fair. And then yeah, the fact they tried cr- tried to create their own Corgan meat. Yeah, yeah. Didn't hit at all. It won't hit at all because it was just a it was a breath of fresh air in Ragnarok. Yeah, and it's it's also like. I guess spoilers. Keeping these characters alive, even though they're never coming back, and I like you don't have to kill everyone. Fair enough, but again, I said it before. You can you can kill people, and it I think I, it, it would help. It, it would, would it would add to the depth of it. Can I really go into a spoiler? Big spoilers. Big spoiler. It would have all been fine. I wouldn't have had any of this opinion if they had killed Ant-Man like at one point I thought they would. I genuinely thought... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about as well. Yeah. I genuinely thought Kang was going to finish him. Yeah. It would have been worse because he'd saved his daughter mm. and Kang had taken a risk. I think it would have been worth it. I wouldn't have minded about the fact they kept everyone safe Yeah. if it had been building up to this massive death, which no one yeah. had foreseen. I think we're at a very interesting point with Kang in that it's um, not even just a very different villain, but a very different concept of villain with the whole multiverse thing. I have a really bad feeling that they're going to completely fuck it up because they don't really know what they're doing with this whole... What? So Marvel themselves know exactly what they're doing with Kang and they know exactly how to play... Kevin Feige, obviously. Yeah, they know, they they know how to play play out this multiversal threat, 
But certainly with the post credit scene, it's it's quite the job, I can't lie. So Thanos with with Thanos's conclusion, they they took a a fairly like high concept thing with the time travel and whatnot. And they fit it very well into two films. And I think Infinity War and Endgame was a miracle in the way that they pulled it off so well. Yeah. I think Kang is so much more complex. And they're clearly going to involve the likes of Loki and a lot of other films. I So we've got, what, Avengers something... Kang Dynasty Kang Dynasty, and yeah. Avengers what's the second part I can't even remember um, I I don't know I I just I I, I don't th- I, I can't see them concluding it without major plot holes no because like I say it's so high concept what no 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 I I agree. It it's, and the, they don't have the strong characters to back it up. To, to back up on the good. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Because who have we got leading the Avengers? Well, we, I suppose we've got Thor. Maybe Thor, Ant Man, Hulk. Hulk, we've not seen apart from an Avengers film, basically. <sighs> Spider Man, Hawkeye. What was the bit with him eating his food at the end? Before we finish. Him eating his food. So when he got his food served at the table, and he was like, mm. oh yeah, no, you know what, maybe this is going to be fine. And he puts the food in his mouth, mm. and he spat it out. What was the relevance of that? I don't remember that bit, if I'm honest. Like the last bit of Ant-Man? You don't. No. They were sitting at the dining table, like in a restaurant. No, don't remember it at all. Gee, okay. <laughs> Bucking up the wrong tree. What yeah. would you rate it? Uh, three stars. I think three is fair. If I, without I, Kang, yeah. it would be... Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Major is very good. I... I I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it bad by any means, but I think I, everyone's been very harsh on it. But I do wonder if that's because I want it to be good. Because mm. I, I, I respect that they have kind of stuck with Ant Man. Quite relies on Paul Rudd as a comedian. And yeah, as as a yeah, just fitting in as a character. Yeah. Without he yeah, and he it, Paul Rudd, he does bring a lot to it. Mm. Um, I really liked how it started. I have to say, yeah, and uh, well, because that book, as much as it wasn't fitting. Was but... it look out for the little guy? Is a legit book now, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, so that it's an actual, actual like full written book <laughs> from the perspective of Ant Man. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, which is like available for purchase legitimately. What um, the hell? Will I read it? I can't see it happening, but. I mean, good for them, you know. Is Why there the going to be anything in there to hint at what's... I don't know, would be. I'm, if there is, I'm going to leave it for someone else to, to tell find, me. Yeah. 
but you know fair enough um coming up so we're probably gonna have another two weekish gap unfortunately yeah quite possibly we'll put this out you're gonna put this out tomorrow morning i hope uh thereabouts <laughs> maybe friday we'll hopefully watch the luther movie yeah, we'll watch the Luther movie. We've got... What else have we got coming out? Go um, get up on Odeon. Do it. Uh, Well, so we've got Cocaine Bear. <laughs> which, uh, on. I mean, I, I know it's going to be shit, factually. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, we've well, got... mate, I mean, it's Cocaine Bear. It is, it is not going to be a good film. We're going to watch What's Love Got to Do With It, by the way. Uh, Max might go and watch No, that. no, no, I'm going to drag Max might up. also watch Magic Mike's The Last Dance. God, shut up. Uh, Why do you he, hate me? He like loves this? that stuff. Why um, do you hate me? I, I don't... Uh, in the next... So, when I'm, when will we be back? Probably... Well, hope, well if Qu- you've well, caught up Okay, with, Creed 3. Yeah, if you've caught up with the Rockies... I'll, I'll get through the Rockies. I'll, I'll be caught up with Creed 3. Um... That's all I've got on the radar, if I'm honest. I tell you, I'm quite looking forward to Dungeons and Dragons. I think I've got a suspicion it's going to be quite good. Yeah, I think that's sort of Chris Pine in his element a bit. Yeah, CGI uh, yeah. looks decent, actually. Yeah, it does. I yeah, I, I I'm trying to think what I can compare it to. It, but yeah, it. It it does look weirdly good. Mm. Also, not not as good. I don't. I think the Shazam trailer is pretty decent. It's not for me. I don't think because you've not seen the first. Yeah, but even like trailer wise, I'm just so I'm so superheroed out, man. Oh, oh look I at am, poor Jackie just, on his fucking leather chair. And he's I am. I'm superheroed out, and I'm. I'm just not remotely excited for it. Oh. There, I said it. <laughs> he looks what, so What dumb. are you going to do? <laughs> He's yeah, going to go I watch am. some Rocky I, movies I, to reignite well, yeah, his... I want, I want some, some more menus. I want some more banshees. I don't want Shazam 2. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shazam 2. Come on. This is a man who... Needs to tell his joke of the week. Oh Christ! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's us done. Joke of the week. Okay. Well, I, 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 I screenshot two. I, 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 I what? Oh, he's gonna be a knob now. He's gonna be a knob, everyone. <laughs> um, I, I've got one I prefer, but I don't know if you've already told it. Okay. Try it. All right. Uh, whilst, okay, first line. For a high school dance, the head boy asked yeah. out the girl we liked. We've had that. Okay. Uh, so a man hops in a taxi. Okay, nice. Uh, and he tells him where to go. And the guy says, yeah, no worries. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> the passenger, he, he taps on the taxi driver to ask him a question. Suddenly, the driving taxi, the taxi driver, the driving taxi, the dr- taxi driver screams. He, he loses control of the car. He swerves, goes mental. He, he loses control. Nearly hits a bus. Uh, he, he swerves uh, up the pavement and crashes into a shop. Oh! 
And the passenger's like, Jesus Christ, mate. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you like that. Like, what, what's what, what's that all about? And, and the guy's like, oh, my God, mate. You scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Bloody yeah. And the passenger's like, why did, why did that scare you so much? Like, what the hell? And the driver's like... Sorry, it's not really your fault. Today's my first day as a cab driver. I've been a I've been driving a funeral van for the last twenty five <laughs> years. <laughs> I kinda of saw where that one's going. Yeah. I feel like it's a classic. Was the first one you were gonna say about the cues? No punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all right. <laughs> I knew it I knew it rung a bell. That must be that's an old one. Old but gold, mate. Are we are we approaching the point where we, where we can just retell jokes? <laughs> it's a bit, I so I hate looking at like our podcast listens and someone's gone back to Bond <laughs> because that like, Bond <laughs> yeah. was so rough. Because <laughs> this one's been so good. Yeah, oh my god, this has been a smooth ride. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, gang. Please, please email in anything. Anything at all, ask us a question, a dilemma, a take, a movie pitch. You know, we've got friends. Nowhere near high places. I don't know what he's talking about. I just want an email. Um, Thanks for listening. Email Max to (laughs) sidestep his loneliness. Um, We'll see you in a couple weeks. Ciao. Thank you. Au revoir.